holy sweet mother of God shit. Hello, hello, hello. What, what, the, what the hell are you doing? I hope no one's eating dinner. The next best thing, every Monday night from 10 until midnight on Radio Free Brooklyn. Fun for everyone except for dear Jesus. Something like that. Holy sweet mother of God, it is 10 o'clock on a Monday night, so you know what that means. Is it time for your favorite show ever? No! But it is time for the next best thing. I'm your host, Jonathan B. Lerner, keeping you company every Monday night from 10 until midnight right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Can you hear me? One second. Testing. One, two, three. Are we on? Great. Anywho, let's do the housekeeping that we always have to take care of. Let's just get it out of the way right off the top. You can tweet at us. We are at Next Best Radio. That's at Next Best Radio. Or go ahead and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. A lot of stuff gets posted on our Facebook page, stuff that we talk about in any given episode, information, links to pertinent sites, all that stuff. Usually goes up on our Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash NBT radio. Also, if you're really feeling like you want to go all out and write it's more than 140 characters, more than something you'd feel comfortable posting on a Facebook wall. You can always feel free to send us an email. We are at nextbestthing at radiofreebrooklyn.org. And lastly, we do ask you to remember that we are fully listener and producer supported. If you like what you hear on Radio Free Brooklyn, if you like what you hear tonight, please consider going to our website, going to this show's page, and donating a little something something to keep us in business if you like what you hear tonight well a donation could ensure that you will get to hear more next week and the weeks after that uh if you feel so inclined you can go to rfb.nyc slash nbt again that's rfb.nyc slash nbt oh man that was exhausting wasn't it it was for me i'm sure it was for you too so that's all the housekeeping I can think of right now. If I've forgotten anything... Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Good. We have a great guest coming in tonight, Andrew Wilson, a friend of mine that you'll get to know quite well. He's going to be in here, funny guy, great guy, from Georgia. And uh, we'll talk to him soon. You are listening to The Next Best Thing on Radio Free Brooklyn on this Labor Day edition of The Next Best Thing. We have a lot of fun planned for you tonight. I just can't even contain myself. First and foremost, you might have seen this in the news, but there was an SUV here in Brooklyn that completely flipped itself over, was completely destroyed, and that was one block from my apartment. One block. One block from my apartment. It was crazy. And the story behind it is even crazier. But we'll get to that in just a minute. In the meantime, you're listening to The Next Best Thing on Radio Free Brooklyn.
Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, and free expression. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. So if you'd like to support our mission so we can continue to bring you quality community radio, we invite you to make a one-time donation or monthly pledge at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. You can donate as little as a dollar and every cent helps helps us to continue to stay on the air. So please, please help support independent community media by pledging whatever you can afford. And remember, RFB is a 501c3 nonprofit, so your contribution is tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. Again, that's RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. You're listening to the next best thing. To the next best thing. This is the next best thing. Yes, it is the next best thing on Radio Free Brooklyn. It is 1021. And I hope everyone is having a very happy Labor Day. I have my friend here, Andrew Wilson, who's here to celebrate Labor Day. Andrew, can you explain what what Labor Day means to you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Nothing. Labor Day, yeah, I work today. Did you really? Yeah, I worked. What a waste. I, I work at a restaurant, so we work holidays. Yeah, he's a back waiter. Now explain to everyone what that means. It's a very fancy restaurant. Very fancy restaurant. Um, I don't want to say what it is okay. in case it comes up later. But um, We're going to be playing a get-to-know-you game, and it's uh, so you don't want to give anything away. Right. Okay, well, then we'll hold off on that. But I'm going to tell a story now. So I said this morning <laughs> I was walking to a bodega to get some things, and I saw some police tape, and there was this SUV turned on its side. And I went home, and I, I couldn't believe it, but I went home, and I looked on the news, and Here's the story. Holy shit. So it's like 6.30 this morning. A guy noticed this bike rider kind of like looking into cars. And he got really angry because I guess his car had been broken into a few days before. So he confronts him. They get a little heated. Bike rider goes off. And the SUV driver thinks, that son of a bitch. And he mauls him down and runs him over. Kills him. He's dead. Oh my God! <laughs> I know he's on Labor dead Day. on Labor Day <laughs> of all days. Oh! He killed the guy on a bike, and his car flipped the shit over, slammed into like a bunch of parked cars. Wait, so because the picture you sent, the car is flipped. Yeah. So the guy getting hit by the bike flipped the car. No, I think he was. <laughs> no, yes, he was made of steel. <laughs> no, I think the. Uh, I think. Because they were on the street. He was turning onto that street. Right. He was probably driving yeah. fairly reckless. Right. Oh, yeah. If he murdered. On purpose. <laughs> and, and if you look in that f- picture I sent you, and we'll post it to our Facebook page, there's half a bike. Oh, God. The bike was cut in half. Jesus is correct. <laughs> so happy Labor Day to everybody. Oh, well, yeah. And by the way, I laughed at that whole story, but I am sorry <laughs> for that man. No, it's fucking crazy. That is crazy. Okay, so, but there's a lot of other things going on in the news and the world, and we'll get to those in just a minute. Before we do, though, did you know that the NFL season starts this week? Do you care? Um, I did know because one of my best friends actually plays for the Giants. What? Yeah, from what? high school. Wait a minute. You're one of your best friends? From high school, yeah. And we, we wow. there was definitely a period where we were less close. Um, but, I'll, like, he is a great friend. Like right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, mean you, I went to... Can you say his name or is it not... Grant, a- Grant Haley. I went to 
two or three Giants games last season because he was wow. on the team. Is he um, like what does he play? Plays cornerback. Is he actually on the team or is he like on the? Practice yeah, he's one? he's on the fifty-three man. Holy shit! But so you, uh, th- my NFL like knowledge is purely based on updates of. Oh, so life. you don't because you're from Georgia. You don't care about the Falcons at all. Um, I cheer for him. If, if I'm like in front of a TV that has the Falcons playing, <laughs> but yeah, to answer your question, I'm, I'm like a pretty low level NFL fan. Okay. So quickly, some background here. Andrew and I took an improv class together very recently. We didn't talk at all the first few sessions. I don't think not, but you did look crazy familiar to me. Really? I don't think I told you that, but you did. You looked, I was trying to put my finger on it for like three weeks. Couldn't, but I don't think we knew each other in the past. Life. No. But the first time we did have a conversation, it was over pizza, and as I was talking about my hometown, Kansas City, the song, the last song that we played called Kansas City came on. Oh, my God. That's And it's still, like, <laughs> even telling that story is like, oh, my, because I've never heard that song in a restaurant, right. it, even in Kansas City. Certainly not in New York. In a pizza joint. And did, did we talk about this? I do believe that music follows me. You talked about it a little bit, but can you explain what that means? Because you you said that stuff like that happens to you all the time. Yes. Like, and I feel like it's a sign that I'm in the right place. Yeah, you said that. Yeah. That's comforting, isn't it? Don't you think? Totally. Like music is huge. I listen to music all day. But but for it to by chance like that, right? You know what I mean? Right. Like the song "Tiny Dancer" is very important in my life. That's right. Can you explain why? Um, because you used to be a tiny dancer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because that's what I call myself. (laughs) No. Um. I, it it was related to a friend dying. It was like big in my life when a friend died. And then it's sort of a long story, but, um, unless you don't want to tell it. No. So I was at a restaurant with my dad. He was giving me, uh, crap about not being super religious. And Hmm. I was sort of joking, like maybe all I need is a sign. And then these two old guys walk out to play live music and they, they're like, we're going to kick it off with a classic. And they just start playing tiny dancer. My dad starts sobbing in the middle of the restaurant. Just because he loves that song, apparently. Yeah. I mean, he likes it. But it, the point was, we had just been talking about that song being special, oh, relating to my friend gotcha. having passed away. Right, right. And they come play the song. Oh, wow. And That's then crazy. when I started my first job in New York, I um, went to the bathroom and was sitting in the stall and Tiny Dancer came on <laughs> over the bathroom speaker. So I was like, all right, I guess I'm in the right place. And so I do think like, that's cool. I, I find it like, it's like a little thumbs up. Yeah. It makes comforting. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That makes me feel like, <laughs> but it was weird that that song, I mean, like, right. So for that moment, we were, if you subscribe to I that was, philosophy, yeah. well, I, it has, I mean, I don't, because I don't know if it was like a radio station or a playlist they were playing, but regardless, we were at like what? 31st and eighth. Yes. Yeah. Not that it would matter anywhere in New Pizza York City. Suprema. Yeah. Your favorite. Yeah. Even though you just moved away. How's the, so Andrew just moved from apartments. The, one of the worst things ever in New York. Right. Maybe yours experience was okay. Well, I, I used to be a professional mover. So Did I, you really? Yeah. I used to do it every day. Oh, so moving God, once I'd a, kill myself. <laughs> moving, <laughs> moving once a year is like a luxury. Once a to, year though. That's <laughs> a lot. I've lived right. in my apartment for like six years and it's not because it's great. It's because I will do anything not to yeah. move. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that's the New York city goal. Like no, find not to find move. a place you can Ugh. stay. <laughs> My first apartment here, I lived in for a little over a year. And then the landlord, like just decided he was going to do construction while I was still living there. And it was like <laughs> inside. Yeah. Okay. And like, I would come home and all my shit would be covered in dust and like walls would be missing. Right. It was horrible. <laughs> I mean, I seriously, I thought I was going to, 
kill myself. <laughs> Not really, though. But I mean, like, Again. it was crazy. Yeah. Jesus, mother of Joseph. <laughs> okay, so that's uh, what's going on in our news. Here's what's going on in the news, what's going on in the world. You're listening to The Next Best Thing. Here's what's making news tonight. Okay, plenty of new things making news. First of all, there was another shooting, another mass shooting in America, but that's nothing new. Right. It's crazy. It is is so depressing. It is horrible. Four weeks after the massacre in El Paso... Texas was once again the setting for an unfortunate, if not totally predictable, mass shooting. What's really angering makes me mad is the next door. But the shooting began during a traffic stop on Saturday. The suspect shot the officer who stopped him before driving off, continuing to just fire indiscriminately. And officers pursued him. Who eventually he they pursued him. He abandoned his vehicle and stole a post office car. Right. That's the yeah. It's like a video game. Really? Yeah. It's like Grand Theft Auto. Uh, the law enforcement officials caught up to the suspect at a movie theater. I guess he stopped to catch a flick <laughs> and then shot him and killed him. After all was said and done, at least 21 people were shot and seven people were killed. The victims ranged in age from 13 months to 50, 57 years. So I, so I talk about guns a lot on this show. Okay. I really, I really love them. No, I really fucking, I, well, I just hate our stupid stupidity about them. Yeah. For example, one day after the shooting, and this is not, I mean, I wish I were just making this up. One day after the shooting, Texas loosened, loosened any gun restrictions that they may have had in place. How, what's wrong with you people? A lot. It would take a lot. I mean, for real. Yeah, no, I agree. And I was reading that it's like the the specific laws are loosening like where you can carry. So it's like mm-hmm. places of worship and yeah, which is so weird because it, it it was like fitting the narrative in like an evil way. Cause like there's been the shooting at the church, the shooting at the mm-hmm. school. And then it's like, we're and like, Texas. right. Yeah. I, I also hate guns. Do you? I do. Okay. I didn't even know that. Um, for, I'm, but I'm from Georgia. Mm-hmm. I'm all, most of my friends probably had guns. Um, probably still do probably still do. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think that like, I do see the other side actually, even though I personally hate them. Mm-hmm. Like if a shooter were to walk in a large place I was in mm-hmm. and some badass dude that knew what he was doing with the gun had one on him. And this but is like such a big debate. Well, but it's, like mm-hmm. if he could take him down, if he could. Right. But the chances of that are very small. Right. But anyway, okay, but to anyone from Texas, though, doesn't this make you angry? Like when that stuff, when Kansas does horrible stuff, I get angry and embarrassed because right. I am Kansas. Right. I mean, for real. Like, do you know how horrible and spectacularly stupid this makes your state look? I'd be angry about it. Yeah. The new laws loosen restrictions on gun ownership and use in schools, foster homes, apartment buildings, and houses of worship. Proponents of the laws argue that they'll offer people the opportunity to defend themselves from threats. But we right. don't live in a video game. Right. I mean, like, think about it. When there was a movie theater shooting and someone walks in during uh, Batman and starts shooting up and it's dark and there's chaos going on, who's going to be able to pull out their gun, take right. aim, and take them out? There's, it's like more bullets in the air is not 
going yeah. to calm people down. Right. And so I guess the, the devil's advocate is yep, like, well ahead. then where are, so the bad guys getting the guns like would, well, that's the point. Let's take, we let's try and get, right. cut down on them. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think I, I, I hate guns. Like I, I never want to own a gun. Mm-hmm. I hate being around them. If there were none, that would be awesome. Like right. I studied abroad in Australia and they don't have a gun problem at all. Well, didn't they just, wasn't there just like last, a few months ago, there was a mass shooting somewhere. I think it was maybe, I think it was Australia and they, no, it wasn't Australia. I can't remember off the top of my head, but the next day they passed laws. Right. The next day. Right. We're horrible. Yeah. <laughs> we well, are horrible. Yeah. I just think we're stupid. Not- I just think we're awful and stupid and it's, I can't take it anymore. Right. Greg Abbott's the governor of Texas, and he has long he's long been a staunch advocate for gun access. He's encouraged private gun ownership, at one point telling his fellow Texans to, quote, pick up the pace of their gun ownership purchasing because he was embarrassed that California led the U.S. in gun sales. Well, clearly he's retarded. He should be killed. <laughs> Have you seen Dave Chappelle's new special? No. Why? Does he talk about gun? He talks do- a lot about He was basically encouraging... I mean, this is in comedy. Comedy. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't the serious. Joke, right. The joke is that he's encouraging all black people to register for a gun and then America will want to change the law. Oh. But and I don't think we have a registry. Right. I That's mean, the I don't think point. Yeah, I don't I think his whole point <laughs> was and, and I thought it was like I mean it was such a great Did joke. Did you hear him that he got in trouble? Because he apparently he said that he wasn't sure if Michael Jackson was guilty, and so now everyone wants to have him boycott right, it. He said he wasn't. He Did was, he say he, that? Yeah. He, Is it in the same special? Same special. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's basically saying he says he wasn't guilty, and also like you know that he was making light of like those kids' experience. Yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on how he was. I mean, yeah. like we're, we were. I just, I just. I think it's all okay. Nobody questioned. If you've ever listened to this show before, nobody questions my legitimate hate of gun violence. But right. I just made a joke about George, Greg Abbott being killed. Right. Right. <laughs> like, you know. No, I think I think it's a comedy special. You can say whatever you want. Right. And I also think when there's articles like, oh, people are mad. It's like, who's really mad? Like, he I know. Kill. If you watch special, he kills. People aren't mad. Yeah. Only five people on Twitter are ang- really angry about right. it. Although I will say there's an episode of this show on the podcast page called the Michael Jackson debate, where I really did go head to head with an old friend of mine who is deranged about this subject. He's love a huge him. fan. Love him. Love. I don't know. I didn't know that he was such a huge fan of Michael Jackson, but he must be. I, I had a woman sit me down and say like, you can't believe those rumors. Cause she was like my, but, yeah, because he was such a normal person. Otherwise yeah. I, I think what's fascinating about the, your, like the Texas story is that, like when you research, when you look up Texas gun laws, mm-hmm. like you just read articles and articles of people who feel the same way that you do. And yet, but the reality is that like this stuff is being passed, which means like there's vote and there are people who oh, are su- strongly supporting the other side. So, well, that's just, because of the NRA, right? Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. The NRA. I don't know what, like, how do they have so much power? Because they're, they have money. Well, they don't have that much. That's the weird thing is that it's kind of coming to light that they're actually really dysfunctional. Huh. Like they have money or they have power because they tell these, they have like a couple hundred thousand members right. and they tell these officials that if they vote a certain way, all of their members are going to vote them out of office. 
and these stupid politicians are like, oh, I got, who gives a fuck? First of all, these people, if you have Money. to lose, lose. Right. You're never going to be cert like any congressman can suddenly hit the speaking circuit or something. Like, right. you're never going to be out of, you know, like standing on a street corner shaking a tin can. Right. Fuckers. They're just <laughs> terrible people. That's a good point. Because that would be the fear that you would. You yeah. Know. Who cares? Yeah. If you really, if you live in a place where uh, a rational vote on guns gets you kicked out, get kicked out. And right. be ashamed of where you're from. Right. Simple as that. Moving right along. Okay, next thing in, in the news. Okay, so an NFL, listen to this. An NFL veteran opens up about his sexuality. So here's the info. Ryan Russell, a defensive end in the NFL who is currently a free agent, which means he currently is not on a team. So he's right. really not in the NFL. Right. I mean, let's be real here. Yeah. Ryan Russell published a personal essay last week for ESPN where he came out as a bisexual. A free agent. A free agent sexually. <laughs> yeah, in, in more ways than one. So this guy, Ryan Russell, grew up in Texas. He played for Purdue. He was first drafted in 2015 by the Cowboys, played two years for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but missed all of last year with an injury. So he wrote in his essay that he met with an NFL team earlier this month that seemed very interested in signing him, but that they ended up not needing help at the position. This was a very big moment for me, Russell said, because other than the love for my family, playing football again in the NFL is my dream. Despite not being signed by the aforementioned team, Russell said he was confident they felt he could be successful in the NFL and an asset to any team. Quote, I feel positive about how I presented myself that day, a hardworking, coachable, accountable, and trustworthy player whose priorities are in the right place. But there was one very important detail about my life they weren't familiar with. Okay. In the end, Russell said that from now on, he wants to be totally open about all aspects of his life, writing, quote, my truth is that I'm a talented football player, a damn good writer, a loving son, an overbearing brother, random, a caring friend, a loyal lover, and a bisexual man. Okay. <laughs> is that not weird? Okay. First of all, do we think this is going to help him or hurt him get on an NFL team? Um, or neither? I think, unfortunately... I mean, I don't, I don't know the story of the other guy that came out. Michael Sam? Yeah. He didn't. He got he, drafted, but he never played. Right. He got cut pretty quickly. Yeah. I think, I, I mean, God, I would hope that it wouldn't matter. Obviously, the fact that it's an announcement means it matters a lot. Well, but he did this. Right. Here's the thing. I'm all for living your life openly and honestly. But I can't think of any job interview I've ever been on where I felt the need to bring up my sex life. Yeah. I know that that is a good point. In fact, but I mean, wouldn't doing so be weird and inappropriate? I, yeah. <laughs> in yeah. Most cases. I feel like it would get you a good look or a weird look, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think, I think the, the, bigger, the bigger picture is hopefully it does not matter and he can have a successful career. But I, yeah, I mean, bring it up. He wasn't signed. Right. So, so were you skeptical I don't that know. it was no. I mean, a publicity I don't song? know. I, he wasn't signed already, and I wonder if now he can. Because Michael Sam says that he thinks he would be on an NFL team if he weren't openly gay. Right now, that I do have questions about because he was he did win like best college defensive football player, yeah. and then he got n never made an NFL team. What and yeah, I think I wasn't like the chemistry in the locker room weird. Like I he know. felt, or they I wasn't felt. there. <laughs> but maybe, I don't know, but here's the thing. And this is big. This is big. Yeah. And I'm going to say this. Oh God. So brace yourself. 
There are already gay people in the NFL. Plenty of them. Yeah. And Major League Baseball and the NBA. According to a recent Gallup poll and various studies through the years, about 9 to 10% of human beings are gay. Okay? So that means out of the 1,696 currently active players, your friend included, <laughs> there are at least 170 gay players. Now, yeah. obviously, they're not open. And I'm not, like, I am, I do think that people should be able to be open. Right. This case, I just don't know. I don't know. It, it was just weird to me because it was he was making yeah. it sound like he had lied to them. Right, right, or he had been hiding. I, I, I think it's like, got it. So it's such an interesting, because it's like, is he promoting this really hard, or is he some, wrote it? He wrote the article and and like posted it. And how flowery and weird was that? Oh, what do you mean flowery? <laughs> flowery, like talking. No, 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 no. I don't mean. I mean flowery yeah. as in like overly. Like, like when he said, my truth is that I'm a talented football player, a damn good writer, a loving son, an overbearing brother, caring friend, a loyal lover. A loyal lover. What? Yeah. <laughs> Why the hell do we yeah. care? I mean, like, weird. This sounds terrible of me. No. I know how this is going to sound. And I, like, I think your point is, like, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think, I don't know. We're, I just wish he like, was an active player. That's right, all. Right. Right. Because I think people should be able to live their lives openly. I don't I think we need this huge announcement with a long essay in ESPN. You know, like, right. I just wish, like, he was on a team, won the Super Bowl, and the cameras caught him kissing his husband or something. I I totally agree. Wouldn't that. that be nice? That'd be cool. And, and they're like, what? You're gay? Yeah. Yeah, who cares? You know? Yeah. It would be nice, but. Wouldn't yeah. it? <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> okay, so this is news to nobody, but. Rats are taking over New York City. Okay. Taking over? <laughs> They've taken over. Yeah. So many rats regularly lurk on a sidewalk in New York City that humans avoid the rats, not the other way around. Right. Rats are not afraid of humans here. No. In fact, they want to kick the ass. <laughs> I mean, they're bold. I hate it. No, uh, apparently not even cars are safe. There was a report recently that a rat chewed through engine wires. Oh, wow. Okay, so rat sightings reported to 311 have soared nearly 38% since 2014, according to an analysis of city data by OpenTheBooks.com, a nonprofit work group, and the New York Times. In the same period, uh, city health inspections have found that signs of rats, active rats, has nearly doubled. Wow. Would you, would you rather be a house mover or be the rat data collector for New York City. I'd kill myself either way. <laughs> I'd probably have to kill myself. It says one key reason that rats seem to be everywhere: gentrification. <laughs> yeah, like they they're they're, they're moving. Right. They're taking over the city. They're raising. Yeah, the as everyone else leaves, they're moving in. Hmm. The city's construction boom is digging up burrows, forcing more rats out uh -huh. into the open. Scientists and pest control say that's not going to change anytime soon. But they also say milder winters, the result of climate change, make it easier for rats to live and survive. And New York's growing population and thriving tourism have brought more trash for rats to feed on. Now that is the problem. Trash. trash. When we walk on the sidewalks here and you see these mountains of trash just open, right. that's why there are rats. Put them in bins. <laughs> that should be the law. I could fix this. Isn't it too late? <laughs> like you know what I mean never too late that's like the gun thing well they're already out there let's just not do anything you, you like where no, I'm from right. you don't see rats because every, you you can't just throw bags of trash onto the street right sick <laughs> we're sick here 
This place sucks. (laughs) It's disgusting. But when you throw a piece of trash, Mm -hmm. which I would never do on the street of Manhattan. Well, I'm not even talking about people littering. I'm talking about literally trash bags because they pile up on the side of the, you know, for the garbage people. Right. It's like putting out milk for a cat. Well, yeah, because hello, a little plastic bag is not going to deter a rat. The ruins are not only a nuisance and a blight on the quality of life, but also a health risk. Get this. A bacterial infection spread by rat piss, uh, <laughs> leptospirosis, killed a Bronx resident in 2017. One's got to ask, why is he drinking rat piss? <laughs> right. No, I'm, he killed a guy. Yeah. These rats. Oh, Jesus. Do you have any rat stories? Like, have you ever? Oh, my God. Um, I have a, no, I don't. Oh, my God. I, I met a girl who said she woke up with a rat in her bed. And if that happened, I would probably have to move or get a new mattress. That just killed me. Get oh, a new mattress. I don't think it was. I did. There, we did have a rat infestation in, our, in my parents' home growing up. And we had, I think they killed like over 40 rats. And we would, oh, we, would, we would be eating at our dining room table and mm. you could hear like. Them climbing through the walls. Yeah. So why did you have to think about if you had a story? Right, I was, <laughs> Maybe you blocked it. It was really it. gross. It was really gross. You blocked it out of your mind. Oh. Yeah. One time we had a ladybug infestation. Really? At yeah, in like, Georgia? Yeah. Our, one whole side of our house was covered in ladybugs. Oh, cool. Yeah. Who cares about them though? <laughs> right. I mean, like they're not. Just, they're good luck. Are they? So are butterflies. <laughs> no, that's not right. No, they're pretty. <laughs> <laughs> What's a four leaf clover? Same thing. Moving right along. All right, you want to hear a bad rat story? Yeah. Have you ever had a? Have you ever eaten at Whataburger? Uh, yes. Well, you it's- shouldn't ever again. <laughs> oh, okay, so a oh, Jesus, a rat jumps into grease fire, grease fryer at Texas Whataburger, oh. and all hell breaks loose. So listen to this: <laughs> a video showing a small rat scurrying around on the counter of a Texas Whataburger before diving into the grease fryer has gone viral, disgusting customers and viewers. The video was posted on Saturday and now has over two million views. It shows. It shows a rodent moving around on the counter between containers of food. Oh. You can hear people in the background saying things like, that's nasty. <laughs> and he goes, at a fucking restaurant, that's nasty as fuck. <laughs> that's how they sound. Okay, I've heard it. <laughs> and then a Whataburger employee shouts that everyone can get refunds. Sorry. And Just an employee, not yeah, a manager. <laughs> no. And then one woman who doesn't even work there, mass chaos. One woman who doesn't work there goes back behind the thing, counter, and tries to, like, you know, grab the rat to save it or, or, like, get it out. And as she's moving containers around to try and grab the rat, it jumps up into the air and lands in the grease fryer. Oh. And then everyone starts screaming and gasping and all hell <laughs> breaks loose. Oh, my God. A grease fryer. So they're What serving- a finale for the rat, though. That's impressive. <laughs> I mean, uh, Whataburger has since released a statement saying, at Whataburger... Cleanliness and food safety are our top priorities. <laughs> really? Well, that's strange. In this instance, we closed the restaurant out of an abundance of caution and notified pest control. Oh, there has to be a YouTube video of like, <laughs> oh, a, a this, ra- no, but I mean with Ratatouille soundtrack <laughs> oh, over it. God help us. So like don't the, ever go to like Whataburger. the new Disney animation gone. <laughs> no, that's pleasant. <laughs> Ratatouille is a pleasant creature. This this rat was like, that's I'm done a, for. That's such a bummer for that restaurant because every restaurant has rats, I would but think. Ye- oh, does yours? 
Uh, I have heard. <laughs> of, really? Yeah, I haven't seen one. I mean, it's a really clean place, I, but I know, every, but like in New, New York, York City, City I, I was actually at my local bar and I met the pest control dude of the really? area. And I was eating a bacon, egg, and cheese from my bodega. Oh, and he was like, I wouldn't eat that if I were you. <laughs> really? Yeah, he said, oh, he, he, said he killed 27 rats there the day before. But I still eat. <laughs> you still ate it? Yeah. Oh, God. What are you going to do? Throw up? I'm about to throw up right now. <laughs> what a burger. What a, what a, what a <laughs> not a burger. <laughs> what a rat. What a story. I was once walking on a Brooklyn street. And every time I see up on the horizon a big pile mountain of garbage, I brace myself. I know right. that there's probably rats in it. Yeah. And sometimes I'll just try and like suck it up and just because I'm bigger than they are, blah, blah, blah. I was walking past this one, had headphones in. I don't know if it was a rat. All I know is that I was walking, 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 and all of a sudden I kicked something. And I felt like the weight of it. It felt right, like a like monster. Ra- yes. Yeah. Like between its legs. <laughs> Meaning like, you know, four, four legs, high <laughs> right, right, legs. Right, 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 right. So it was like, and I felt the weight of it. It could have been a monster rat. It could have been a monster rat. I think that's what it was. <laughs> right. And I just, you know, like, good God, what's going on around here? It's disgusting. They are they're probably the grossest animal. I hate this place. <laughs> and you see them everywhere. Before I moved here, I was used to seeing squirrels out in the mm. wilderness. Now you see fucking rats everywhere. Have you ever seen the videos, though, of pet rats doing tricks? They're really smart. No, I thought you were going to ask about pizza rat, <laughs> which is just another sign of a rat being emboldened, dragging a piece of pizza down into the subway full of people, not even caring that there are people there. Wow. Huge people. Can you imagine if you were a rat? People look enormous. I don't know what's wrong with me, but I feel like happy for that rat. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't, I don't care know, about him. Because it's like cool. Yeah, that rat's fine, I guess. <laughs> that he got a he whole slice. Be saved. And he's going downstairs. Uh, catching the L. <laughs> right. Catching the L. Like, like no one else can. I like that rat. A petty, whiny little bitch. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you're listening to the next thing on Radio Free Brooklyn. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll get to know both of us a little better. All right. You're listening to the next thing on Radio Free Brooklyn. Time for some fun facts. Did you know that at birth, a baby panda is smaller than a mouse? That must be a very easy birth for the mother. Are you jealous, human women? Are you jealous, human women? Did you know that Iceland does not have a railway system? I didn't know that, and I don't care. Did you know that originally cigarette filters were made out of cork, the look of which was incorporated into today's pattern? Wow, we're all smarter now. Hey, did you know that in order to protect themselves from poachers, African elephants have been evolving without tusks, which sadly also hurts their species. Does it hurt them as much as poachers? I don't think so. You give and take, folks. You give and take. Did you know that the lead singer of The Offspring started attending school to achieve a doctorate in molecular biology while still in the band? He officially graduated in May of 2017 because it takes a genius to sing, My friend's got a girlfriend daddy hates that bitch okay he tells me every day i'm killing time did you know that in order to keep nazis away a polish doctor farted a typhus outbreak faked a typhus outbreak i can't read i should stop now and i'm gonna fun 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 facts fun 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 
Vox. Okay, so the we're next. back. Hello. We're back, and we're going to play a game called something. <laughs> so <laughs> you've probably heard of Two Truths and a Lie, and we were going to we going to play Two Lies and a Truth, but it's a little backwards. It doesn't matter. So we'll start... We'll start with mine since they're right here. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say three things about myself and it's going to be up to Andrew to guess which one is true. Okay. So out of the three, two are just made up, two are lies, and one is true. Uh-huh. Okay, here we go. So I once won a pig calling contest. I once won a mud wrestling contest. I once won a national poetry competition. <laughs> Which one is... Now, if you want, you can take a few minutes to ask questions about any of them. Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> what is pig calling? What is pig calling? It's like, you know, when you have to round up hogs. Like, we got to bring in them hogs. And you're like, suey, suey. Come here, pig, 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 pig. Stuff like you that. you tackle it? What? You tackle it? No. You're like, it's like... Oh, you, you literally call them. And they come running. And that was a contest. There might have been one. Okay. <laughs> okay. So pig Anything calling. In, yeah. So either you're good with pigs, or a mud wrestling competition, or a national poetry competition. Okay. I feel like this is a trick question. Okay. It's well, I don't know if it's a trick question because I want to just say the poetry. But well, it's up to you. I mean, you know, what? I'm going to go with my gut. Are you? And say that you want a national poetry competition. Okay, is that your final answer? Yes. You think I won a national poetry competition? That's right. C. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I were. I Wait, wish. can I guess? Can I guess between the two? <laughs> sure. Uh, well, pig calling. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous? <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't grow up on a farm, no. and I don't know how to call pigs. So I was 11 years old, and we were at like this kind of like a Renaissance fair type thing, and they were doing this pig calling competition but it was for people from the audience but right. there were people there who took it very seriously and they got up there and they basically were doing like their whole thing right. and i at age 11 <laughs> was like peer pressured into doing it and i got up there and i did the most ridiculous thing i was like big big blah blah and like i was just because it was the first thing that came to me and then when they announced the winner, they said the Elvis impersonating blah, blah, blah. Oh and God. people were, the people who had been in it were so pissed right. off. What the but hey, I got a big trophy with a big hog on the top. <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous? That's a great story. Well, 11 years old Very and a nice. national, not a national, but an <laughs> award winning hog collar. Yeah. And apparently Elvis impersonator. And that had not been going through my head, but that's what they said. So I guess that's it. Okay. Nice. Next question. When I was little... I told my parents I wanted to grow up to be a woman, okay. <laughs> the president, mm. a trash man, and chocolate maker. A trash man and chocolate maker. That's Both. the third option together. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say the, <laughs> I think you wanted to be a trash man and a chocolate maker. Are you sure? Because that's a good combo. Yeah. I could have wanted to grow up to be a woman. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sticking with my final answer. All right. You think I wanted to grow up to be a trash man and chocolate maker? You're sure that's your final answer? I'm sure it's the answer. How are you sure? 
Uh, <laughs> Did I tell you that once? It's awfully specific. Oh, it is. I know. I actually thought about that. But um, but I no, I think it's more that that sounds like something a kid would say. Yeah. Like that combination. Because I saw, I thought, I said the trash man because I saw that whenever they'd come to our house, there'd be a guy riding on the back just holding on to something. Right, like, which looks awesome. Yeah, and I thought that was fun. <laughs> and I wanted to be a chocolate maker. Duh. Who wouldn't want to be a chocolate maker? And you know what's weird? Do you know Russell Stover's? Uh, the candies? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that headquarter, that's headquartered in Kansas City, and one of my friend's dad owned it. What? So I actually knew a chocolate maker. You knew a real-life Willy Wonka. Yeah, right. I'm good. That's like, Did you love the movie Willy Wonka? You must have. <laughs> I must. Yeah, I must have. Uh, not really. I didn't really want to be those things. <laughs> actually, I did. It was just a whim. I thought you were going to go with a woman. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was an obvious. Okay. All right. Well, these are going fast. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. This is might be tough for you. Okay. I once was in a movie with Clint Eastwood, had coffee with Julia Roberts, or sang backup for John Cougar Mellencamp. Okay. Do you know who that is? Um, he sings Jack and Diane and... I know the name John Cougar Mellencamp, okay. but I couldn't name. Okay, so I, I, I but I, I know was, it's a big name. I was in a movie with Clint Eastwood, had coffee with Julie Roberts, sang backup for John Cougar Mellencamp. Are you a fan of the movie Notting Hill? <laughs> uh, uh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, okay. Because that would be like a giveaway. No, because Julie Roberts would be the famous person. You would be Hugh Grant. I don't know it. I haven't seen it. Watch it tonight. Okay. <laughs> I watched it recently. Um, sorry. Um, I'm going to say based on all the vocal harmony that we've heard. What harmony? In the interludes of this radio show that you were a backup singer for John Cougar Mountain. But you don't even know who that is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you mad that I'm answering correctly? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. You don't know if you're right. So your final answer, I sing backup for John Cougar Mellencamp. That's right. All right. <laughs> Correct. I guess I made them too easy. He, so he lives in Bloomington, Indiana okay. for some reason, which is where my college was. And uh, he was premiering this song called Our Country. And he needed backup singers, so he got people from the music school. Here's the funny part. There was one rehearsal, and I missed it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I had never heard the song before. Right. And we were singing it at halftime of a football game, and I was just like mouthing, <laughs> mouthing, they still mouthing nothing. Right. I was like mouthing watermelon. <laughs> but it was easy to pick up on. Right. We just came in on the chorus, and it was like after the first time I kind of got it. But, yeah, you really don't know who John Mellencamp is. He sings um, uh, Little Diddy about Jack and Diane. You don't know it. That, He's a sheltered that, kid. That Jack and Diane lyric sounded familiar. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll play him later. Is oh. it the song that's like, oh, no, no. I'm thinking of the song oh, that's yeah, like, life oh, goes yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is what I was thinking. That's him. Okay. Yeah. But oh, that's okay. not what I sang to. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now we'll, flip, we'll switch gears. And now Andrew's going to read three things about him. And I have to guess which one is false right i so don't I'm, get confused listener. i mis i misunderstood the prompt 
And so I did two truths and a lie. Right. Which is actually how the game is supposed to be played. Right. And I realize now that you put a cool spin on it and then I just <laughs> ruined the spin. It's okay. All right. So I'm going to guess the one that's not true. Okay. Okay. That's go correct. Ahead. Go ahead. Number one. Yes. For Andrew Wilson. I once went to the emergency room for a tick on my ass that turned out to be a mole I had never seen before. Okay. Wow. I worked at an Exxon where one of my main responsibilities was taking care of a bathroom that could not handle the frequent visits by highway truckers. Oh, God. Number three, I have a small tattoo of the Barbie logo on my back that was the result of losing a very stupid bet. Wait, I'm, also, I'm supposed to say which one is not true? Yeah, out of those three. So, tick on my ass, Exxon cleaning up shit, right. and a Barbie tattoo. The Barbie tattoo is false. Yeah. <laughs> That's right? Yeah, it is right. Oh, okay. I don't know. Because I know that you have a tattoo on your foot. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's the only one, right? Wow. So he has a tattoo on his foot of, it says Andy, like Woody does in Toy Story. Yeah. It's good memory, right? Yeah. And a, a very meaningful and special tattoo. I think. That one is? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it's really dumb. <laughs> well, I mean, whatever. And also it's faded, so now you it just says Anne. Oh, God. really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. So and you don't want to get it touched up because it hurt really bad, right? Yeah, I almost blacked out. It took 45 minutes. Um, the guy said he would only do it if he let me go deeper so that there was a chance it would actually stay. Otherwise, it was a waste and of you, money. And you said no? No, I said, yeah, go ahead. Oh. So he did like a tattoo on my foot deeper than he would normally do a tattoo in hopes that it would stay. Because, yeah, because you're walking on it. Right. But the D and the Y are on my, were on my heel. And they have completely faded. So that just says Anne, and it's not even a name. It's A-N. So I have a pronoun. <laughs> Wait, Which... you dumbass. <laughs> you thought that you had a tick on your butt? I did. And what did they say at the hospital? You're an idiot? Uh, Wait, well, it's a long couldn't... story. <laughs> did you try and like pick it off yourself? Oh, yeah. You want to hear the whole story? Oh, God, did it? Sure. So I, so I was in my basement apartment in Athens, Georgia. Right. It was the night before my last presentation of the school year. This was college. College, yeah. Okay. Uh, junior year, I think. Got it. And so a few nights before, I'd been laying in bed, felt a cockroach or felt an itch on my chest and itched it and a cockroach crawled up my neck in bed. And so then like every night after that, I was just mentally like yeah. grossed out of my own bed. Like I felt itchy, yeah. like there was bugs. So then this particular night, mm -hmm. I there was a friend sleeping over on the couch because I lived right by campus. I get in bed. It's like 1.30. We got to wake up early, go to the exams. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm like mentally feeling the bugs. And then- 1.30? In the morning. Okay. Got to get up at 7 for like an 8 um, presentation. So I'm mentally feeling bugs again. And then- Like, a, like phantom bugs. Yes. Mm -hmm. But then I feel one on my ass crack, and I'm like, that is not a <laughs> phantom. And it wasn't? And so I tipped over to the yeah. bathroom because I don't want this dude to wake up while right. I'm like checking my ass in the mirror. <laughs> and I'm like trying to get the right angle like to see this in the mirror. And finally I see this tick. Oh. And I'm like, oh my God. So I. So is that what you thought you were feeling? Yes. Oh, okay. So then I go to Google how to get tick out. It says use tweezers. So I'm like digging this thing for oh tweezers for 30 minutes. Won't come Did out. it start to bleed? Uh, no, but it was getting like bruised. Oh. So then I uh, went back to Google. Next way is use alcohol. I don't have any alcohol in my apartment at the time. 
So I'm like pouring mouthwash on a paper oh, towel, God. rubbing it clockwise on my ass. It won't fall out. Go back to Google. They say burn it off. I don't have a lighter. So I hold the tweezers in boiling hot water and then press it against Not my ass Not the same really as fast. burning. <laughs> okay. So then eventually it's like you can't leave it in. Yeah. You got to go to the emergency room if you can't get the tick out. So long story short, I end up at the emergency room at 4.30 in the morning, the night before the exam. Lay down. <laughs> oh, oh, stomach first. Stomach first. On your stomach. With the, for this doctor and his young female assistant. <laughs> and he's like feeling around. And then he puts his finger on it. He's like, is this the tick you're talking about? I'm like, yeah. Is this the non-tick you're talking about? He's like, yeah, this is a uh, mole. With your pants down to your ankles? Completely naked, yeah. <laughs> really? And he's like, it's bruised. Um, oh, my God. Why, why looks, were you completely it, naked? Because I, I was wearing a gown, you know, and then I just. <laughs> oh, you're the gown that you yeah. wore to the hospital? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, God. But yeah, he looked so disappointed in me. And he, disappointed he was, or he embarrassed like, for you? He was like, are we done? I was like, yeah. Are we done? That's kind of asshole-ish. Okay, next one. Next one. Okay. Um. So this is the second round. Mm-hmm. I were okay. I worked at a leasing office that was surrounded by police with guns drawn on my second day, just as I was about to land my first lease. Okay. Number two, I was bit by my six foot python while trying to show it off to a girl who had come over to my house. Uh huh. Number three, I have a tattoo of a large kangaroo. I <laughs> know the answer. <laughs> crossing sign on my ass. <laughs> I, we just. Hello, I already said that you only have one tattoo, and it's of Andy, now Anne. So that one's false. I'll just give myself a... <laughs> You're wrong. What? You said that you you don't have a tattoo on your butt? I do. I have three. On your butt? <laughs> no, I have three tattoos oh. in total. Oh. I do have a large kangaroo road crossing sign tattooed on my ass. You do? Yeah. Why did you do that? I got in Australia when I was studying abroad. <laughs> okay. Wait. Okay, so then I'm supposed to guess which one's not true. The leasing office. No, that one's true also. I thought you did have a python. No, my older brother did. So it's a lie. It happened to my older brother. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, well, then I guess I get a big... <laughs> yeah. Um, what in... What? What? You put a tattoo on your butt of that? So you just sit there while he did it with the, your pants down? Yeah. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> that must have been a, a hoot. Yeah, well... When you put it that way, it sounds weird. It was much less about the act of getting. Well, why did you put it there? Because you didn't want anyone to see it? Oh, yeah, I didn't have any tattoos. My parents said they would cut me off if I got really? a tattoo. Yeah, they hated tattoos. Have they ever seen them? Any of them? Now they have. So, like, I didn't tell my parents till graduation. Yeah. Because you, yeah, you got cut right, off. Right, right. Yeah, I told my mom. We, we were actually talking about tattoos in a restaurant. Mm. And I was like, Mom, I... uh Actually, Here, let me I show actually, you this one. No, I you said, I, I said, actually, I have a tattoo. And she was like, show me right now. And I was like, I all right. I was like, I can't show you in the restaurant. And she was like, it's on your penis. And I was like, no. <laughs> well, so well, I showed her in the parking that's lot. The, no, you didn't. I swear. They, well, it, well, that's the only other place that it would be that off right. limits. Wait a minute. Um, what is your other one? You have Andy on your foot. I have kangaroo Andy on your I have butt. Andy on my foot. I have the kangaroo road crossing sign on my ass, and I have a little heart on my leg that I got when I um, but, quit smoking. But you haven't quit smoking. <laughs> well, it, it worked for like a month. Oh, okay. <laughs> so now it just means love. Oh, that's sure. <laughs> okay. Maybe it can be a goal. It or, was like a health thing, and it didn't work. 
Okay. Does anyone call you Andy? No. No one does. Um, no. I don't really like that nickname. But some people at the restaurant actually do. Oh, yeah? It's always... Anytime somebody calls me Andy, it's always in a joking way. Mm-hmm. You know, like people might call me Drew or whatever. That's weird. But whenever it's Andy, it's like, hey, Andy. You know, it's like. <laughs> what do you, in like when you were little, did people just call you just Andrew? Andrew yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Last one. All right. Here we go. I'm ready. I can't believe, I'm mad I got that wrong. <laughs> How many did you get right of mine? One. One. Junk. No, you got two. Junk you got, and you got the. Uh, and the Willy Wonka. Yeah. yeah. Okay. A man I generously picked up on the side of the street ended up stealing all of the valuables in my car. Mm-hmm. I turned in my older brother to the police in eighth grade because I was being arrested and didn't want to go through it alone. Wow. And number three, I had a really bad lisp growing up as a child that I was made fun of a lot for, and I also drooled a lot. Because <laughs> you're like, Bye. right? Exactly. Um, All right. Okay, read them again. Uh, <laughs> okay, wait. A guy I picked, yeah, I yeah, picked yeah. up, stole all my stuff. I turned in my older brother to the police when I was getting arrested, so that I wouldn't be arrested alone. Or you have, were, okay? Or I have a strong lisp. No, you had one. Had one. Yeah, when you were little, like this. <laughs> like what? Like this. Okay. Okay. And I drooled a lot. I think... Oh, fuck. I have to get this right. <laughs> I think... I don't... I. But you might have picked someone up. I would hope that you would. <laughs> You're like, you wouldn't pick somebody. Up. No, I think you might. I wouldn't. <laughs> um, it's either that or the lisp. I don't know. You don't seem like you had a lisp, but I mean, kids are weird. Okay, I'll say the... Uh, Kids are weird. No, you didn't have... Maybe you did. But that, that's an R. You just said kids are weird. No, <laughs> that's not it was list. an S. It was an S. Like this. Oh, <laughs> shit. I'm out of time. Okay. I think you... I think the uh, the picking up a guy is false. Correct. Oh, see? I knew it. Okay. What'd you get arrested for? The fuck? Um, we were... <laughs> Shooting cars with paintball guns. Oh my god, you guys Just are a terrible. Classic that, middle school bad. story. Actually, it is. Except we, the people I was with, were using airsoft guns, and they could have busted someone's window. Right. We were so just, could you? We were just painting. How did you? Um, we were like we were staying in the mountains with family friends. We oh. found these paintball guns. We set up. I was actually the most paranoid by far. Like, well, yeah, I did not want to be doing it, but we were doing it. And then you're with your older brother. Older brother and two. F- family friends Jesus. who were our ages as well. And then the police came up, my brother hopped in a bush. And so it was us three. <laughs> and so they start, they were, I like fessed up immediately. I'm like, it was us. We shot the cars. And so the police were like, is there anybody else um, with you guys? And I said, yeah, my older brother is <laughs> over, right hiding there. in that bush over there. How old were you? 13? Uh, God, I had to be Ugh. grounded for the summer. All summer. Grounded all summer for that. Grounded all summer the next summer because I got caught smoking weed the first day of summer. <laughs> so, Good job. Yeah. That's horrible. I missed out. I thought your brother was really well behaved. He was. I mean, after that, he right. really straightened up. Like, that was probably the worst. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas I guess. that might have been the beginning of a road for me that was like, that wasn't the worst thing. Okay. He, he, he got in trouble. <laughs> You're so, that's ridiculous. 
Okay, uh, you're listening to The Next Best Thing on Radio Free Brooklyn. My guest tonight is Andrew Wilson. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll ask, we'll get to know Andrew even on a deeper level. Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, and free expression. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. So if you'd like to support our mission so we can continue to bring you quality community radio, we invite you to make a one-time donation or monthly pledge at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. You can donate as little as a dollar and every cent helps helps us to continue to stay on the air. So please, please help support independent community media by pledging whatever you can afford. And remember, RFB is a 501c3 nonprofit, so your contribution is tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. Again, that's RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. This is the next best thing. Okay, we're getting to know our guest, Andrew Wilson, a little better. So tell me, Andrew, do you have any irrational fears? Yep. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. I always punch the microphone we're, since I, we're getting to know each other. I have a, my most irrational New York City fear. No, just in general. <laughs> well, it's the one, okay. it's, it's my only irrational okay. fear. I fear that I'm going to walk by a homeless man and he oh will, my God. and he will have just thought to himself, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> basically, <laughs> like the next motherfucker that walks by me and just doesn't even look at me i'm just going wait to a minute this happened to you tell them the story okay well yeah so i did i was walking up 8th avenue yeah to our improv well to the training yeah, yeah and i could tell this like crazy looking guy was Ugh. staring at me walking in my direction and i was like whatever i'll just stare straight ahead you know i can't like, avoid this. confrontation and he keeps staring at me, keeps staring at me. And right when we're about to pass each other, because it's real crowded sidewalk, he just sticks out his forearm and just levels me. Like onto my back. And you just go down? I go like down Like a sack hard. of bricks? Yes. Like taking a charge in basketball. And, and you, you just laid there? No. Oh. I pop up immediately. Like, And you... Fight or flight. Yeah. It was like the ultimate flight. Yeah. Just oh, gone. Oh, so you were, you were yeah. not looking oh, no. to fight him? No. I'm like, I don't know. So did you like, run away? I fast walked away. And Did he, so, yeah. yeah, so I'm walking and I can see his shadow behind me. So I turn around and stop and he's like right in my face screaming. Uh, what? I don't want to play chicken. Don't play chicken with me. And I said, I don't even know. I don't know how to play <laughs> You're chicken. Like, I don't want to oh, play chicken either. This sounds horrible. But I knew what he meant because, you know, like playing chicken, like yeah. who's the first to move. But I really didn't feel like I was doing that to him because I was avoiding So what happened? Um, I said, I wasn't trying to play chicken with you <laughs> and there were other people around yeah but like in a new york way where yeah. they just sort of look and yeah i just was like i don't want to play chicken and he was still yelling and i was like obviously we're not going to talk this out <laughs> I'm just gonna keep this would have really upset me i mean like this i don't know like, i was flustered i would have really been like we're laughing about it now but like if this had happened to me i would have been shaken it was a realization of like oh and like i i tried to have this like there's intimidating people, but they wouldn't act, you know, like you're, we're in a safe city. And then once he hit me, I was like, Oh, like, did it hurt? Uh, no, I think I, I was like, yeah. there's so much adrenaline, but I think I was like, Oh, like you, you actually need to be a little careful. So what did you learn from this? Like, um, <laughs> like if you see if someone you can, on the, if you can tell somebody's inviting you to play chicken, <laughs> decline before you pass. <laughs> 
that's weird that you said you saw him from a while, from like a distance and you thought. Oh, totally. Like he was eyeing me from 20 feet away. Why? I wonder. Which means it's impossible that he thought I was going to run into him because of course you're going to be walking in line with somebody 20 feet away. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I just, it was, he, he was clearly crazy. Yeah. Or yeah, certainly having a bad day. So what's your rational dream? I mean, what's your rational fear? My rational fear is that <laughs> that's going to happen maybe, again. Maybe it's rooted in that story. I never thought about that, but I, I just fear that I'm going to walk by somebody's like sitting on the side mm-hmm. of the street and they will have been ignored all day by people. And they're going to think, you know what? The next person I ask for help and they ignore me, I'm just going to murder them <laughs> or just kick their ass. And then here I'll come like listening to yeah. John, John Cougar Mellencamp on my headphones. <laughs> I know your new favorite song. <laughs> And Jesus, I can't believe, I can't believe. And I do think about that. I mean, if you see someone that gives you an uneasy feeling, I would cross the street. Right. Well, you, not everybody, but you in particular. (laughs) Everyone crossing the street. Who would win in a fight? The X-Men or the Power Rangers? (laughs) (laughs) Now on a more serious note. (laughs) Uh, Did you watch either one? Are there many X-Men? You don't know this? I thought that was Wolverine. He's a, he's one. He is an X-Men. Yes, and then there's Storm and a bunch of other Cyclops. I don't know. Cyclops. Okay, so I would just go with... I would say... Pass. I would say the Power Rangers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, if you could find out the exact date and time of your impending death, oh. would you want to know? Um, no. This is a very... Absolutely not, actually. You say no. I would say no, because... If, if it was really far away. Oh, shit! I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to do that. I don't think that's, do that. I don't think that's horseshit. I agree with you. If I wouldn't do If it was really far away, it wouldn't matter. And if it was really close, it would ruin your well, life. Really? I, I, just, I, guess, I feel like I would just sit and wait. Right. <laughs> or you just, could do like the live like you're dying. And I wouldn't really want to cool. know. I do not want to no, know. No, I, I don't want to know. Because God. Some people have said yes. And it's like. You're an what have you heard the question? Would you rather know when you're going to die or how you're going to die? I think this. I don't really want to know either. Right, but if you had to pick, I would say how. Oh, but that, would, but that would be like what if the answer was uh, by taxi car? Then <laughs> I wouldn't care. I said this thing that stuff doesn't bother me because it's like whatever's going to happen is going to happen. I mean, do you think do you think everything happens for a reason? This was not written down, but I'm asking you anyway. Um, no, we really, because like, I think I believe some things happen for a reason. <laughs> Only the good things. No. no. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I've even figured out the answer to that question. Cause I, I don't think everything's random. Okay. Like for example, obviously if I believe songs are following me, like. Yeah. But, but how do you explain this though? Because like that song was a, was in correspondence with my story. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it happens I think, to you all the time. Right. I think my point is that I yeah. think there's a connection there for anybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But that see, that to me makes me, wouldn't that say that everything does happen for a reason or like everything? Because- I, I just, I guess like the question I don't really, like does happen for a reason as in like, so is, is reason in that sentence meaning like <laughs> it's pushing the next thing or does it mean that like, it's not coincidence uh, or. Oh God. <laughs> Next I, but, question. <laughs> no, to answer your question, I do. Th- I think a lot of things happen for a reason. What's an unpopular opinion you have? I will not eat ketchup. Never have. Never hmm. will. 
Why is that? I don't Just know. I was red? grossed out by it as a kid. Mm-hmm. And now, like, the smell makes literally makes me want to gag. Like, really? I will not. I've grown up enough to where I can scrape it off something and maybe could eat it. Oh. But. Wow. I really don't like it. So if it's on your burger. Burger. Yeah. Will you, <laughs> will you scrape it off or will you just be like, well, this fucking is ruined? Uh, I would be really pissed. I would try and scrape it off. Or just tell them and ask them to make, fix it for you. Oh, no, I never send back food. Why? Because you know from experience that they'll spit on it or something? No, not like, I haven't seen that in the restaurant, but I just feel like, I don't know. I just hate like the <laughs> idea that I'm the one sending back the food, you know? No. I mean, if they if fucked they up the order. If they sent me the wrong food. <laughs> like, like if I ordered a burger and they sent me a chicken finger basket, I'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. You're so sorry. Yeah. Are you pretty sheepish in that way? Um, I think so. I'm not confrontational. Yeah. Like I've worked so many strange jobs. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I can relate to like mistakes in like a ton of different areas of life. Sure. You know, so like most service stuff, I'm like, that up too and <laughs> so like i've 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 brought people the wrong dish at the restaurant like the they ordered something and i bring them the lobster and do you get offended when they tell you it's wrong no but maybe a little bit <laughs> no i don't get offended but there are different ways to react to that situation sure. and i've definitely walked away from that like hating somebody well yeah, even though if, i messed up if they're an asshole and like, you, you never need to be an asshole right and i think maybe i'm being extreme by just accepting it, you know, but I, I wouldn't just accept the wrong dish. I just think like I can relate extreme. to extreme. You're being an extreme. No, pussy. no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean. I just think I, I, I'm glad I worked all the jobs I did. Cause I feel like I feel sorry for people that make mistakes. Would you rather live in a boat or an RV? This is so stupid. Um, <laughs> definitely an RV. Who the hell would want to live in a <laughs> yeah. boat? Yeah. I mean, I guess some people do. I would. I like RVs. I wouldn't mind living in an RV, yeah, actually. My older brother lived in an Airstream. Really? Last year and a half. Do you know what an Airstream is? Yeah. Like those yeah. cool silver Old retro. Yeah. He's, he bought one, like a 31 foot one. I Your think. older brother did? Yeah. And then where, where is it now? He sold it. He lived oh. He lived in it for a year and a half, like fixed it up himself. Wow. I helped him a tiny bit, but he's military. <laughs> so yeah. That's it, cool. it really worked for his. Why do you give it away? Uh, sell it. I think it was time. Like he got tired of it. He had c- sort of completed the project that it was, oh. you know, and I think he was ready to live in a normal apartment, but some girl in Australia bought it and just had it shipped oh, really? to Australia. He had to ship it there. Oh, she did. <laughs> wow. Which had to have been a bajillion dollars. Yeah, more than the cost of the airstream. I would think. Couldn't you get one in Australia? Yeah. I don't know. We'll look into that. <laughs> Um, if, have you ever had a lucid dream? Yes. I wrote down my dreams for four months. That's it? Every day. Like every, every day I woke up and I wrote down all my dreams. Wow. I woke up in the middle of the night and wrote down all my dreams for four months straight. Why just four months? Well, cause I was trying to lucid dream. Okay. Like that was my Did it goal. work? Yeah. Wow. So like I started recognizing the patterns. Like I guess that's like the oh, whole yeah. goal. Oh wow. So is, you really did like the, uh, inception yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think what's funny is that the recurring dream that I started recognizing was mm-hmm. I was standing and my pants were down. <laughs> okay. And then I would turn and you around. And you had a tick on your ass. No, no, no. <laughs> because I had this fear that my parents would find out about the kangaroo tattoo on my ass. 
So I'd, I would look down, my pants would be down, and then I'd turn around, my dad would be staring at my ass. <laughs> okay, weird. It's so weird. <laughs> but it was like, I would always have that dream because I was scared my parents would know I had a tattoo. And then through the hmm. the attempt to lucid dream, yeah, I could then, re- once I had that dream, yeah, it was like, oh, I'm dreaming, wouldn't wake up, and then you like... What did you do? My bad, blah, blah, blah. What did you do in the dream? I think like you would, like I would... I don't know. Like I couldn't like create a scene for myself. If that makes sense. You just like sort of like start playing the video game. So like you, did you change the dream? Once you knew you were dreaming, did you change? Did you do things differently in the dream? I think you like, I would like fly around. You would. Wow. That's cool. I think that's like a common choice. Yeah. (laughs) Except so once, so I had an lucid dream once and I did, I had not been trying to have a lucid dream. It was a nightmare. Listen to this. It was a nightmare. Yeah. And like I was in my house from Kansas City and I was like being chased by this like little troll man. <laughs> he was like a man, but he was a little troll man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was like a, a dwarf or what do you call it now? Uh, a little person. A little person. Sure. Yeah, you definitely don't use a voice when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, whatever. And he, and he was like, and I was running from him and I ran out my front door and I was running down our front yard like through the driveway and as i was getting down to the curb i thought to myself like this has to be a dream right like this like this is not normal yeah this little dwarf man is chasing me like this is not can't be normal and so listen to this hold on everyone sit down (laughs) i brought the sun up (laughs) yeah i brought the sun up started like flying around i turned this dream into like the or excuse me, I turned this nightmare into like the coolest dream you could ever have. Right, like you just played God. Kinda. You but I didn't like, not to, yeah, I brought the sun up. That is such cool. Turned image. it from night into day. Yeah. And then little midget man disappeared. Troll. And like everything was great. So, okay. So that was the first time. And I was like, this has to be a dream. Oh, and that's when I thought, I remember thinking to myself in the dream. Okay. If this is a dream, that means it's in my head and I should have control. And that's when I turned night into day, started flying. So then fast forward to like two or three months later, yeah. I catch myself in another dream. Mm-hmm. And I think to myself, this is a dream question mark. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so let's try this again. Nothing worked. I couldn't turn night into day and I couldn't fly. And then you realized you were just like on the subway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I realized that I was actually awake. No, isn't that so- fucked up? That's weird. I really was dreaming. So you, but you realized you were dreaming. I thought maybe I was dreaming. But See, you didn't that, have control. Well, my, my conclusion has been. Oh, that you didn't believe you maybe were not. dreaming strong enough. Maybe. Because isn't that so right? You have, you have to be absolutely sure to gain power. Yeah, but that scares me. I, I think it's possible. That's great. That is very interesting. Especially that it was in that order. What? Like I, I, I could see that you dreamed and felt like you couldn't control it. And then I could. And then the next time you could. Yeah. Because the you fact think- that you lost your power. <laughs> I know. Someone stripped me of my power. It, me. I did it. <laughs> right. It was me the whole time. Isn't that crazy? That it's been crazy. a while though since I've had a lucid dream. They, but that was really disappointing. We were allowed to do senior projects in high school mm-hmm. where you basically dropped out the last month of school and just did a project on something you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. And they let a kid do a lucid dream project. And what, was, what did it consist of? Sleeping? Sleeping. Really? And recording his dreams and then like writing the lucid dream experiences and 
Um, what? That's what inspired me to do it. And you did it? Yeah. What was your project? Oh, no. That just inspired me to write down my dream. I know. But what was your project? I did one on SNL. Oh, yeah? So I wrote um, sketches. Like, sketches. And they basically like tacked it on to the end of the talent show. Yeah. And that was actually the first time I did improv. Did you have you ever, do you know what sleep paralysis is? Uh, yeah. But so, so that's where you actually do wake up, but you cannot move. Yeah. So you're like a conscious. Oh. Has this ever happened to you? No. So here's the twist though. And I don't know why there's a documentary on this. I need to watch. If you actually, you should listen to the episode of the next was thing called dream control. <laughs> Cause we talk about this and they play this story about, it's kind of like what you were talking about though. It's more like you have the recurring dream over and over again. But his was horribly terrifying. Yeah. And he took control of it and changed it. But sleep paralysis, wow. you are conscious, but you can't open your eyes and you can't move. And for some reason, and I don't know why this is, but this is true. When you go into a state of sleep paralysis, you get this sense of like impending doom. And there's like this shadowy being that you sense comes into the, yeah, Ugh. that you sense is coming for you. Have you ever seen the movie Ghost? Uh, like the pottery movie? <laughs> it's not a pottery movie. But yes, they do have one scene <laughs> where they're making a pot. Well, when they die and people are like going to hell, they, these shadowy people come out and they like drag him to fucking hell. Right. And like, that's what this is. So I was in college, freshman year. And it, this is just horrifying. <laughs> it really is ter- terrible. I was on, I was on my friend's bed because we were like working on a project or something in his bed. No, in his room, (laughs) (laughs) but I had sat on the bed and I was like, I was really being helpful. (laughs) I was helping the project. And so I'm suddenly in a state of sleep paralysis for real while your friend's working on the project. Yeah. That's the thing. So I, I can, but like, so I'm conscious and I feel like I can see him sitting there. It's like an out of body experience. I can like see him sitting like there. Like you're aware of what it would look like. I'm aware, yeah, because I'm aware of everything that's going on. Huh. And all of a sudden, I feel this like presence, this dark, evil being enter the room and it's coming for me and I can't move. And I'm like, honestly, I'm sitting there and I'm just, tr- you know, how like if you're having, if you're like starting to fall asleep and you kind of like have a dream where you fall off a curb or something, you'll like kick your leg right, up. Right, right, right. So I was trying to like, jerk myself <laughs> wait that's insane. hold on I was, what, what was the project it was like a music <laughs> theory project i don't know I, but i but he was sitting i was trying to just like get myself to kick yeah or just wake myself up right because this thing was coming for me <laughs> i mean it's real it's a real thing if you yeah. look up sleep paralysis it talks about like you can't move and it talks about this in sense of like impending doom and i felt it that it was freaking, horrible. That I would hate that. It was horrible. And you know, you say, didn't you say that you fall asleep to podcasts a lot? Yes. Because sometimes I actually read recently that like something can induce this. Mm. Like if you're falling asleep, but you're kind of like paying attention to something, whether it's like the news or a podcast or something. Right. So you it get into could this like put you in a limbo, a weird state of like half sleep. Ooh. And I hope it happens to you. And then you can, <laughs> no, I mean, cause nothing really happens. Right. Sleep paralysis. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I wonder if there are people who can induce it, like who would claim to be able to induce it. Sort of like a. I don't know why you'd want to. Well, I mean, 
I'd be curious. You would. It's horrible. <laughs> but you know, there's a. Do you have Netflix? Yes. There's a Netflix documentary called The Nightmare. I haven't seen it. It's a documentary. Yeah. I'll, I'll check it out. You should. Oh. Well, how do you feel about your first episode on the next best thing? I feel great. Do Thank you? you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. Very sincerely. Going to be a friend of the show. You'll get to know. We got to know Andrew pretty well on this first episode, but you'll get to know him better through time as we always have. So anyway, as I say at the end of every show, and I mean it every week, pay attention to what's going on in the world, care about what's going on, read the paper, watch the news, have an opinion, take some action, and who knows, maybe even make a change. For Radio Free Brooklyn, this has been The Next Best Thing. I'm Jonathan B. Lerner. He's Andrew Wilson. Until next time, good night. Thanks again. My mama was the cold north wind My daddy was the son of a railroad man From west of hell Where the trains don't even run Never heard the whistle of a southbound freight Or the singing of its driving wheel No, I never did no wandering Never did no 